0: Alright ladies, we ready to do this?
1: I guess so. Sheila, you have to take your finger out of your mouth and stop biting your nails. Oh yes. you're just like Sister Bear and the Baron bears in the bad habit. <sighs>
0: heads and training
2: perfect andy nailed it nailed it nailed it every time how are you guys <laughs> good how are you i'm
1: good
2: <laughs> it's okay <laughs> i'm good i've um been busy doing podcast stuff and school and just life
0: just life
2: Just life
1: what about you guys work 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 work
0: Work,
1: i sing that song because i'm still in florida working if there's a light at the end of the tunnel i have a date to go home
2: so i have a question about like when you're singing that song do you actually get to the point where like you don't even know what you're singing anymore because like in the real song she's like going work 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 and then it goes to like something else <laughs> 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 yeah, well, right, and you're like ah, and you're like i don't know what you're singing but it's not work anymore um,
1: usually i just turn it into <laughs> <laughs> so it's like work but like kind of weird kind of crying so i'm like work, 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 work. <laughs> 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 is usually what <laughs> i'm doing
0: i'm like you ain't gotta work from home <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, nobody can see your good dance moves, though, when you do that, Andy.
0: You're welcome.
1: <laughs> How about you, Andy?
0: Oh, nothing crazy. Um, You know, the Super Bowl was in town this past weekend, so With
1: it was a little crazy
0: cra- here.
1: Yeah. I mean, luckily, it was the boringest Super Bowl ever.
0: So I mean, I didn't watch it, but it was like. 100 feet from my house
1: oh the so stadium close. was real boring
0: it's like two <laughs> blocks away it really is close you know
2: did you see yeah. the did you see the airplanes fly over
0: i heard them and then, I <laughs> then did I you
1: see off. the fireworks after the halftime show
0: yeah no i was busy reading
1: he was reading oh <laughs> what
0: what i'm preparing for a future episode Yay! Um, where I read my first real book, well, real book, and I'm in 10 years, but it's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 17 years? You haven't read a book in 17 years? No. Is that what
0: like, I, well, it's hard to say 10, but it's been less than that.
1: Nine and a half. Like and seven, a couple months. So, seven? like 10. Seven? Okay. Seven. I mean, for some people, life gets real busy.
0: <laughs> that's me it doesn't i watch a lot of netflix but i'm trying to get back into reading
2: well you have joined the right group of people to get back <laughs> to reading <laughs> <laughs> something like that something like that <laughs> all right are you Sheila. ready for some uh harry potter trivia? <laughs> trivia okay i'm gonna let you pick the Category. Category.
0: Oh, gosh. Josie.
1: Okay. Categories. Andy, technically, you're the guest, so you can pick the category.
0: I don't know why that felt hurtful. Go
2: ahead.
1: Okay. Uh, Animals and magical
2: creatures. Magical people. Magical objects. Magic spells and potions.
1: Hogwarts. The dark arts.
0: Like just Hogwarts in general?
1: Yeah. Hogwarts and the dark arts.
2: That so those are the two that Josie wants to do.
1: Hogwarts. Oh I'll do I'll do any Andy, you oh. pick.
0: Um I'm trying to think of one that I actually have a chance at, and I don't think I will. <laughs> I
1: probably won't
0: either. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just I, go with Hogwarts.
1: Hogwarts. Okay.
2: According to legend, who built the Chamber of Secrets within Hogwarts?
1: Oh my gosh, I know this.
2: You should. Both beep, of you should know. Beep beep,
1: beep 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 beep, beep. I know. Andy should know this.
2: <laughs> I, he's gonna. He's gonna go. Oh yeah, that's
0: I it. Feel like I know, but I also feel like
1: space is like, I know this. But
0: I, don't. I don't. I feel like I would be saying the wrong thing. But
1: I don't. <laughs> okay, so Andy what would your guess be?
0: I feel like my guess would be Voldemort, but also based off your expressions, I don't feel like that's right. (laughs) um, (laughs) Unless I'm thinking of the wrong thing, but the Chang'e-Ceber is the one where he had to like speak in like the snake tongue right to get into. Yeah.
1: But Voldemort just.
0: It's probably the creator of the house, which I wouldn't know the answer to that.
1: Salazar Slytherin. But you were real close, because Voldemort close. was the one who opened it for the first time when he was in school the first time. The first time, yeah. And then he blamed <laughs> it on Hagrid and the big spider, Aragog, and then they sent him to the school. And then Hagrid got kicked out, and then they broke his wand, and then he put it in the umbrella, and then, Harry and, then and then, <laughs> and then, and <laughs> then.
0: That escalated quickly. I feel like I was able to work my way there eventually. That sounded bad. But,
2: you know, you, you did fine. You're like, I feel like that's Voldemort. Good. I, mean, like, I think it's the creator of the house. So, I mean, I would give it to you, even though you didn't say the name of it. I'm like that, and I would give it to she's you. She's a lot nicer in Trivial like Pursuit
1: than I am, because <laughs> I'm really competitive, and I would not have given it
2: I, I'm a Hufflepuff.
0: I mean, I wouldn't have given me that either, but I was just saying I was closer than... (laughs) Well,
2: okay, I'm saying... I'm like, if you were playing real life, I wouldn't, but like right now, I'm giving it to you. Nope, sorry, dude. We're not playing. That's fine. Ask another one. Oh, oh. (laughs) Okay. Do you know what...
0: what... I'm already at nothing, so what does it matter?
2: Do you know what um, category we want this time? Animals and magical creatures. Magical people, magical objects, magic skill or spells and potions, and the dark arts.
0: Josie Ann is your choose choice. <laughs> it's your choice, Josie Ann. <laughs> well, Southern came out real strong there.
1: Like part of me wants to say my chose is just because you choose the wrong. Word. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm going to choose the dark arts. Okay.
0: We all knew she would.
1: Mm. <laughs> dark Did Earth. you? I mean, you would automatically assume that about me.
2: You too. All right. Whose body is Voldemort possessing the first time he comes face to face with Harry Potter?
0: Ugh, he's on the back of his head in the movie. I don't know his name.
2: Sheila
1: the Hufflepuff will give that to you. I will not.
2: I will not give it to him this time, geez. he should know this one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Professor Quirrell.
0: Yeah, I would have never gotten that. (laughs) But I can see the scene in the movie. Like, in the end.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: All right. Are we going to do... Do we need to do another one?
0: No. (laughs)
1: OK, <laughs> we'll just we'll just keep the score at two to zero, <laughs> two to zero. <laughs> for next
0: um, two to point 0.5. Thank you.
1: I'm, I'm making that of that right now.
2: I, well, I was going to say I should get a dry erase board and put it next to my desk
1: and go. I could put it, no, I could put it in my notes me. on my <laughs> I could put it in my notes in our um, in my podcast notes. <laughs> okay. Andy's like, the next time that marathon comes on TV, I will watch, watch it. all of them. I'm I'm
2: watching that.
1: it all. All of it. We'll Take make another. a true raven cloud of you yet. We will. We will. All right. All right, kids So, so. are we ready for our book this week? Or, yeah, this month. Yes. Woo! Okay. So, I want to go into a little bit for why I chose this book, because um, this is my first time getting to choose the the book for this segment, um, or for this episode, I guess, the series. And I chose The Berenstain Bears and the Bad Habits, or Bad Habit, One Habit you'll be able to see the picture on Instagram <laughs> and you guys can like see the picture now like this book is well loved it is um, and when i say when i say well loved i mean it's got lots of creases when i had to actually have my sister send it to me from wyoming the front cover was coming off like you can kind of see right oh there that it's already coming apart this was the very first book I picked out for myself at a book fair I think in like kindergarten. And this was my favorite children's book series was the Berenstain Bears. I had almost the entire series as a child and I still have them. They're all still um in one of the tubs. Actually the tub of picture uh, the tub of books that um I posted on Instagram for us and on our Facebook page that is actually a big stack of um my Bernstein Bear books right there in the bottom corner underneath all the RL Stein <laughs> Crazy. But um yeah so this is that's why I chose this book because it was my very first book that I picked for myself as a child that I remember Um, Picking out and like reading by myself and I used to carry the Berenstain Bear books with me everywhere. I always had one of them with me traveling to Casper like 30 minutes away or traveling to go see grandparents or whatever. So are we ready to learn about a bad habit? Yeah. All right. So these books are a tiny bit longer, but we're going to get through it. That's okay. All right. Sister Bear, who lived with her mama, papa, and brother in the big tree house down on a sunny dirt road deep in bear country, had been going to school. First, there had been nursery school, which was pure fun, playing with dolls and blocks, rolling clay snakes, and scribbling with crayons. Next, had come kindergarten. That was fun, too. There were marching games and rhythm band. She also learned a lot of numbers in kindergarten and most of the alphabet. Now, sister was in first grade. Regular school was different. It was still fun and she liked teacher Jane very much, but it wasn't all fun. There was quite a lot of work, spelling, number problems, all kinds of things. In regular school, you have to concentrate. And sometimes when you concentrate, you form little nervous habits. That's what happened to some of the cubs in teacher Jane's class. Lizzie twirled her fur. Twirl, twirl, twirl. Freddy scratched his head. Scratch, scratch, scratch. Norman sucked his thumb. Suck, suck, suck. And sister nibbled her nails. Nibble, 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 nibble. Before she knew it, she had nibbled them all down to nubbins. In fact, she nibbled them down so far that some of her fingers were getting sore. "'Oh, dear,' said Mama Bear to Sister when the cubs got home from school one day. "'You've nibbled your nails down to nubbins. In fact, you've nibbled them clean off. How did it happen?' "'I'm not sure, Mama,' Sister said, "'but some of them are getting sore.' Hmm, said Mama. Well, here's what we'll do. We'll put a little medicine on the sore ones and bits of adhesive tape on all of them. That will remind you not to nibble and will give them a chance to grow back. The bits of tape helped Sister to remember not to nibble, but they also got in the way when she tried to do certain things. It's very hard to hold a pencil with tape all over your fingertips. Or tune the TV... Or scratch when you have an itch, and when Sister tried to play jacks, she could only get she couldn't get any higher than twosies.
0: Twosies.
1: But worst of all, the bits of tape told the whole world that Sister Bear was a nail biter. The next morning, when Sister lined up for school, Lizzie Brune and some of the other began others began pointing and teasing. Sister nibbles her nails, sister nibbles her nails. It didn't take sister long to decide to pull off the bits of tape. And without the tape, she forgot to remember not to nibble. She forgot during school. She forgot on the bus. She even forgot as she and brother climbed off the bus. You're going to have to cut that out, sis, said brother, or you'll get to a regular full-time nail biter. I'm afraid, brother's right, said Mama, who was organizing the wheelbarrow for some garden work. I don't mean to nag, but nail biting is a very difficult habit to break. Habit? asked Sister. Making fists into her nubby, nibbled-off nails wouldn't show. What's a habit? That's a good question, said Mama. Come along while I plant these tulip bulbs Grizzly Grand sent over, and we'll talk about it. A habit, Mama said as she pushed the wheelbarrow along the well-worn path, is something you do so often you don't even have to think about it. Habits are a very important part of our lives, and most of them are good, like brushing your teeth and combing your fur when you get up in the morning and looking both ways before you cross the road. But some habits aren't so good. Like nail lighting, asked Sister. You would like to have your nice nails grow back, wouldn't you, was Mama's answer. Oh, yes, said Sister, but I keep forgetting. Why is it so hard to remember? Well, said Mama, it's sort of like this path. I've wheeled the sparrow over it so many times that it's worn a deep rut right down the middle, and it keeps getting deeper every time I use it. Why it's so deep now that I can't get the get out of it without a little help? That's the way it is with a bad habit. The more you use it, the harder it is to get out of it. Here, this is what I uh, this is where I want to plant the bulbs. What about nail biting habit? Asked sister. She helped mama out of the deep rut. How am I going to get out of it? You'll just need a little help. That's all. Said mama. Let's plant Grand's tulips while I think about it, and later I'll talk to your Papa. He may have some good ideas. I could read the riot act to her, suggested Papa. You know, nail-biting is an outrageous, disgraceful habit, and if you don't stop it immediately... Dear me, no, said Mama. Nail-biting is a kind of nervous habit, and shouting and threatening will just make her more nervous. I suppose so, said Papa thoughtfully. Perhaps some sort of reward would help. A bit of money. Let's say a dime for every day she doesn't bite her nails. Before Mama could answer, Sister Bear, who had been nervously nibbling at the next room, popped in and said, a dime, ten whole cents every day just for not biting my nails? That's right, said Papa, until the habit's broken, I'll never nibble again, she said, as she thought of all those lovely dimes she was going to get. But the way it turned out, she didn't get a single dime. All she got was discouraged. A day is a long time, and habits are powerful, especially bad habits. Even with the promise of a dime, sister couldn't remember not to nibble. Mama and Papa got discouraged, too. Oh, well, sighed Mama. Life goes on. I must call Gran and thank her for the tulip bulbs. Oh, you're very welcome, my dear, said Gran when Mama called. And how is everything at your house? Is that so? You know, I was a nail-biter when I was a cub, and my Mama helped me to stop. What have you tried so far? Mm. Hmm, uh-huh. "'Well, I think you're on the right track with the dime, "'but instead of a dime and giving it to her "'at the end of the day.'" "'What an interesting idea,' said Mama "'as she listened to wise old Grizzly Gran.'" "'So they tried Gran's idea. "'Instead of a dime at the end of each day, "'they gave sister ten pennies.'" one for each nail, at the beginning of each day, 10 pennies to keep unless she nibbled. And those pennies in her pocket, jiggling when she got on the school bus, jiggling when she jumped rope in the schoolyard, just waiting to be remembered when some nail decided it needed a nibble. The plan worked, not perfectly. It's hard to break a habit, And sister had to give back some of those pennies. But in ten days, she had ninety-three pennies. But even better, she had ten fine fingernails. Great for picking things up, tuning the TV, and scratching itches. And the next time she played jacks, she got all the way to tensies. Phew, said Papa Bear. I'm glad that's over. Yes, indeed, agreed Mama, breathing a great sigh of relief. That's when Brother Bear looked up, looked at his fingernails and piped up. You know, I think I might start biting my nails. I could <laughs> use the money. I certainly hope you're joking, roared Papa, because if you're not, I'm joking, I'm joking, interrupted Brother. And he was, sort of.
0: hmm <laughs> yeah
1: fun fun all right so what did you guys
2: think um i enjoyed it i've always enjoyed uh the berenstein bears books and stories um there's st- they're kind of like a classic story from like our young from our childhood mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so they're have just always been around and something that I know I'm I remember enjoying as a kid
1: yeah so like I was <clears throat> I was looking at the copyright for this particular book and the copyright date was 1986 so it's like right right, right when like we were, were in kindergarten yeah yeah <clears throat> Andy
0: I liked it um I was actually when they were starting to talk about Ten cents. I was like, what would that be in like today's world? <laughs> a dollar.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't know. Right. It's it's. They would yeah. have to give you ten dollars and give one dollar back. <laughs> something. That's
2: a
0: lot. No, it was kind of interesting. And then Brother Bear at the end kind of made me giggle. Yeah. Because, like that's something that's kind of always happened in my life. It's always like some people always get like, well, you can get a treat if you stop being bad. And I'm like. I was never bad, but I don't. Okay, that's fine.
1: Right. <laughs> but like, I wasn't bad, but I didn't get a treat.
0: Yeah. Um. Can I get a treat for just being good for <laughs>
1: Yeah. The thing that I like about these books is that, as a children's book, it's definitely geared towards like that middle, that middle range because it is conversational. Um. I mean, it's kind of hard to read. When she's talking to Grizzly Grand, yeah, like there's a lot of dot dot dots in there. So I did right. try to put the pauses in there, but I don't know if you guys can see. Like it's pretty conversational there, and then Mom is like right there, yeah. yeah. And then there's a lot of dots in there, so it's actually like, what have you tried? Or uh, it actually starts at the beginning and and how's everything at your house? And it's like dot dot dot. Is that so dot 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 right you know oh dot 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 uh-huh dot, you know and so it's just um i remember being like oh this is like a conversational book um i do love though that i mean because they're bears like none of the other animals like i don't remember the other animals ever really talking in this book it was always just the bears it was just the bears the bears are like, basically humans yeah but the thing that i love is like Worst of all, the bits of tape told Sister the whole world that Sister Bear like bit her nails. I love it because it shows all of the forest animals, and they're all kind of like talking and like I'm laughing at her. And, and laughing at her, and it's like it's such a child thing to be like, all oh, the animals, like my friends. Yeah, you know they're um they're not listening to me. Yeah, but um. It's kind of funny, though, because I read I read this the other night for the first time, obviously, in years oh, time. Years, what? years.
2: This isn't this isn't your nightly reading. I know. I think I
1: need to start <laughs> making them my nightly reading again, though.
0: breaks up my <laughs> habits.
1: Yeah, right. But I it's really funny. I don't have children, but I feel like when I hear a lot of parents the ideas that they want to do positive reinforcement without it always having to be money right and so it just was really funny to me that this was like money Mm -hmm. like reaction but even when I grew up my parents didn't really like money was never our motivator to get things done like we didn't really have allowances or anything like that it was just kind of like these are your chores you get them done or you get in trouble yeah (laughs) if it was a situation like this it was it would never been money motivated um So it was just really funny to me that even as a child, I never would have thought like, oh, I should get money if like as a motivator. I never really read it that way. But now as like an adult, I'm reading this and I'm like, would I want if this was me as a parent, would I want this story to be like, oh, money, money is the motivator. Money is what's going to get you going. For me, it was always like, you want that you have to pay for it like we get you this stuff on your birthday and Christmas or whatever but it's like you want that that's extra you have to work and pay for it. Right. Um so it was just really funny to me cuz I'm like does this really hold up into like day st- today's standards? Um which I guess is really more a question for you cuz Dash right. is right around the age yes. that sister would be.
2: Right. Um
1: I would say it's all going to
2: really depend on the child. Um because some kids, it's, you know, a Hot Wheels car or a toy that they they want or um in S- Sister's Bear case, she heard Papa Bear say 10 cents. And she was like that, like that enticed her. So I feel like you have to know what your child is to know what would encourage them to uh, overcome Like, I remember when we were doing potty training, Mm -hmm. um, and it was more... It wasn't necessarily peeing on the potty, it was going poop in the potty, because pooping is hard, apparently. (sighs) It's so hard to poop in the potty. (laughs) I can't tell you, like, I thought, I don't know, like, it's hard. (laughs) And I'm not... I know I'm not the only one that has had issues with it, because, like, you talk to other people and they're like, oh, yeah, pooping's hard. But, um... (laughs) my thing was was I was like what can I do and everybody's like do the the charts like I tried everything and like nothing was working and um we were finally to a point where like we were he would sit on the toilet without hating it um that's because we would be like here's a tablet and poop (laughs) (laughs) but it also got to the point where I was like if you poop in the potty and you don't have any poop accidents for 5 days we'll go to the train museum cuz he loved trains yeah and so and like that that was that enticed him cuz he's like if i poop in the potty for 5 days or i don't have any poop accidents i get to go to the train museum and i get to ride a train cuz we could ride the train at the train museum so like it was like double whammy for him you know what i mean like so like i finally figured out what his his motivator was um uh, mm-hmm. now as a nail biter myself, like to this day, have been since as long as I can remember, four or five, probably. Probably, maybe even three. I I've been doing it my whole life. I've had probably five or three or four instances where I've been able to stop for a year or maybe a couple years, but it's it's a stress thing. It's an anxiety thing. So, and so when people are like, "Oh, you can just stop in 21 days," that's not a. <laughs> I know everybody's like, it takes 21 days to into habit. I'm. I don't know because I stopped like three times, four times, and I still do it.
0: I think it depends on what the trigger is and how. Yeah,
2: far. it only took sister ten. Ten. I'm kind of jealous of sister. <laughs> Um I, I can tell you what has worked for me. Hypnosis worked. Really? Yeah. Hypnosis worked. Um I carrying a nail file around or having one um on my table, sofa table or whatever, that helped. Having one in my purse helped. Um and really it is a mind over matter of where like I have to be like I'm I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop and it, it's a lot of work. So, you know, um, nail polish didn't work. That, <laughs> the stuff that tastes horrible that you put on didn't work. Oh,
0: my gosh. My mom tried to use that on me when I was little. So I was different. I didn't. Oh, that sounds weird. I was different.
1: <laughs> we, um, we know that. <laughs> my mom used that on me. I was really different.
0: <laughs> no. I, I look. I, yeah. So instead of sucking my thumb, for some reason, I sucked my index finger or, like, I just held it in my mouth. It's right. So I looked special half the time. Because it was like, I would just.
2: You were.
0: It would just be like. like
2: <laughs>
0: and so um, my mom tried to use that stuff that tastes bad and so she she oh i've heard the story i don't actually remember it, obviously but i've heard it and so she came back and she was like so frustrated she was like i don't understand why he's doing this and my sister who was only three years older than me and maybe four or five at the time just looked at her flat out and was like because you put it on the wrong finger (laughs) Like she flat out put it on the wrong hand altogether. (laughs) So it's like I was living living my best life.
1: You're like
0: suck off. She's (laughs)
1: like, give me the finger. You suck. And you're like this one.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: That's funny. No, well, Dash used to suck his thumb, and he actually just stopped um, this past summer. And he, he wasn't like a a constant thumb sucker. Uh it was it was always like when he fell asleep, like it would go into his mouth before he fell asleep. And then um this last summer, um, he was like, I really want this toy. And I was like, Well, if you really want that toy, you have to work at not sucking your thumb. And you you don't suck your thumb for I think I told him two weeks. <laughs> You you can get that toy. He stopped cold turkey that night.
0: Like <laughs> never you like you don't think he ever snuck it anytime?
2: <laughs> I never because he, I was he's like, like s-
1: he's like,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like in the
1: corner of his playroom <laughs> one night, just like I just gotta get it in for 30 seconds before mom comes back in the room.
2: <laughs> no, I mean I never saw it because like sometimes like he would fall asleep while you know we were doing our bedtime um you know our bedtime routine of <laughs> you two are horrible um during our uh, bedtime routine he would just fall asleep just you know between the songs and the reading and everything he would just fall asleep and it never went in And so, like I you know it didn't go in his mouth and so I was like the next night it was like Eric's night and I was like so did he suck his thumb he's like no and like the only thing was like when we were actually um kind of like mid move and kind of in between stuff. Yeah. He one night he put his hand in his mouth and I was like, what are you doing? You don't do that anymore. And he's like, Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, but I mean, unless he's doing it while he's sleeping. And the thing was is like he never really did it in his sleep because after he relaxed
0: It would fall out.
2: It would fall out and then like I'd have like a wet thumb on my face or something like that. <laughs> Stop it.
1: Um. <laughs> uh, see, I was a thumb sucker growing up, and my sister—I was. Too. My sister would suck on her ring finger and her middle finger, and then like her other two fingers would like brace her cheeks. And, like that's how she like. I don't even know how she did it, but that's how she sucked. So my parents were like really conscious about me sucking my thumb, right? And. I not only would suck my thumb, I my blanket that I always used to sleep had one of those satin edges on it. And I would suck my thumb and rub the satin with my other hand. And that's how I would fall asleep. Yeah. And so the blanket went away. I don't remember my parents. I should ask my parents. I don't remember my parents ever giving me the ultimatum or anything like that. But I remember holding on to that blanket as long as I could, like, Pieces of it, and I would like rub that, and it was like almost like as soon as that went away, like the thumb sucking stopped. Yeah, in my head, that's how it happened. If that's how it actually happened, I would have to ask.
2: Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I, I, and I don't know if like Dash was just like, I really want that toy, but like he did it, you know, like it it was seriously cold turkey. Mm Um, I, I know I used to suck my thumb, but I don't, I, I just feel like I just. Stopped. I don't remember. Yeah, that's how
1: that's how I feel too. Like I remember doing it, and I just remember not doing it. Well, and I think like
2: Dash when he was doing it, it could have been like or to- this past summer. I feel like it could have been he was like on that verge of like letting it go, anyways. Because like every time before, I would be like, "All right, well, how about we stop sucking your thumb?" or or if I tried to pull it out, like he'd be like, "Ah!" And, like, fight me, like, strong on me. Like, it had to be his choice. Yeah, I feel like it kind of had to be his choice. And, yeah, I think that was probably it. That, like, it just, it was finally his time to, like, be like, yeah, I, I want that toy. I'll, I'll give up my thumb.
0: So, <laughs> this is a little different. But you were talking about body training at first. And the way my oldest niece, who would probably kill me if she knew I was talking about this at this moment um
2: don't worry dash is gonna kill me in like 15 yeah. years
0: who um <laughs> she was the first one they actually got her to sit on the pot with like the mini m&ms do you remember like the mini m and yeah. m becoming the tube
2: yeah yeah we like
0: those so, like they would get those and she would be sitting there just eating tiny little <laughs> and was just waiting for something to happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: I to mean, this day, she can't wait without anywhere without a little. This pack of day, animals. she
0: always randomly has some M and M's in her pocket. Oh.
1: And it's like, what are you doing?
2: I'm just waiting.
1: Just waiting. Yeah, um, right.
2: when Dash was learning how to stand and go potty in the potty, because for a long time we just started with just sitting and peeing, then we went up and were like, let's stand. I would throw Cheerios in, and he had to aim at the Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> thought that was fun I'm like whatever whatever floats
1: your boat child I don't know whatever floats your Cheerios
2: (laughs) whatever floats your Cheerios but a lot of a lot of parents do that just so you know a lot of parents do do
1: that so well Mm -hmm. I (laughs) dash can hate both of us now Sheila I just remember being there for his (laughs) fifth birthday and he finally went poop on the potty and um I, I think I was downstairs getting ready and I came upstairs and Sheila was like, don't go in this bathroom. Don't flush the toilet. And I was like, okay. And she's like, we have to wait for Eric to get home so we can all be excited about his poop.
0: <laughs> <was fast>? So. <laughs> that sounded like I had a lot more judgment than I meant for it too, Sorry.
1: <laughs> so. So it was when, just like one of those things, like he would not do it. I mean, like, he just, he just, we he were like, he would how go. many days has it been since you, and he was like, I don't know. And she was like, I think it's been two days. Like, you have to. Right. I, and the thing was, is like, I usually
2: tried to be like, it usually was a, well, and the thing was, is a third, like after school, I would make him come, he would come home and I'm like, all right, we're home. Here's a tablet, go sit on the potty and poop. Like, that was our thing. But he only had, for preschool, he was Monday through Thursday. So Friday, he had it off. And then he had his birthday party. And so I think mm-hmm. whatever day it was. And like sometimes he wouldn't poop because like not everybody poops every day. And I
0: understand. I don't know command. So.
2: Well, and I, the thing was, is I wasn't trying to make it command, but I was just trying to, he would, he just didn't want to poop in the potty. He would rather poop in his underwear. And, I I mean, and and at the point that for his fifth birthday, we weren't having that issue anymore. But in the beginning, like, at three and a half, or three, three and a half, like, that was, that's how it all started. And then it was because you're, like, you're excited. You're, like, well, save it for dad. And then it becomes you have to save the poop until daddy gets home no matter what. Or you have a a meltdowning child. And... (laughs) So we're actually, we are past that point, like, where we have to save it for, for dad, but he still likes to show off his poop. Like, hey, look at my poop. Yep, that's a great poop, <laughs> kid. Great.
1: Oh, the life of boys. It's the life of really, kids. Which I totally got it, and I, like, I mean, Sheila and I obviously have talked we talk about a million things all the time, so I had already known that like the issue with it or whatever. It was just funny because that was the main bathroom I had been using. So she's like, "You can't use this one. You have to go upstairs."
2: And like, you just can't flush it. Yeah,
1: it was like or okay, poop in it. <laughs> so basically, just don't use this bathroom. Go upstairs.
2: You
0: can't yeah. yeah, in the toilet.
2: Right. I mean, <laughs> well, and like there were times that. Dash would like he would poop and he's like, "Mom, we need to call Dad. Like this is in the very beginning. Like he pooped in the potty and we we're like having a little bathroom party and he's like, we have to call Dad. And we would call Eric at the Pentagon yeah. and uh he rarely answered his phone because he was off doing meetings or something ninety percent of the time. And uh so Dash would leave a message and go, Dad. I went poo-poo in the potty today. I saved it it for you and bye. Clicker. He he probably said I love you. And so then Eric could come home and he's like, that's a great poop. And he's like, that message was hilarious. Because he's sitting here listening to it and like busting, trying not to bust up in the office about how his three-year-old is pooping in the potty. And so I'm saving what
1: it you do for you. Is, so, what you do is you wait until he's a bratty teenager and won't listen, and you make that the ringtone <laughs> on your phones. So, whenever his friends are around and your phone goes off, you hear, Dad, Dad, I'm I the the in the potty. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's so funny.
2: <laughs> the things you do for babies, for your babies.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously the whole conversation of this just goes back to like finding your motivators finding what ha like what helps your your children what helps you as yeah. a family to get it all through but honestly the other thing um to just kind of go back to this is um the whole part where papa bears like i'm gonna give her the riot act she's gonna she's gonna stop doing this right now and Mama Bear's just like, no, this is a Not nervous habit. Yeah. It's just going to make it worse. Yeah. Um, I mean, since yeah. we're already on the subject of children going to the bathroom, I even remember I posted about it on Facebook, too, because I used to work in a children's restaurant. And I was getting ready to leave. And I was actually using the guest restroom instead of the um, employee restroom. And I remember hearing this mom just yelling at her son to go to the bathroom. You said you had to go. Go to the bathroom right now. If you pee your pants, it's not my fault. You better go right now. And she was, like, screaming at her son. And I remember, I will never forget this post, but my post was, like, I'm not a parent, but there's no way this mother yelling at her son to go pee is me is helping the situation. No, There's no way. And it's like that for so many things. Like people automatically just want to yell and get angry and get mad. And it's not, it can't be your first reaction all the time, even if it's a frustrating situation, especially when it comes to children and especially when it comes to other human beings, you know, you can't, you can't just yell at people all the time. Yeah, I'm well like,
2: like a
0: lot building up to that. Like I've seen like my sister like trying to tell my nephews to do something and it's like hey <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean the other day that it was like when she first wake up in the morning it's like hey my little lovey doves, it's time to get up. See I'll meet you downstairs forty-five minutes later. If you don't get up right now, I'm gonna kill you. I
1: mean.
2: it well it's it's hard and I I, yeah. I, I get it because um and I, I have been at that point where like sometimes you do yell out of frustration and you don't mean to be mean and and yell I try not to ever really do it in public um but it's hard because sometimes you know you're just like just eat your breakfast and get dressed And put your backpack and your coat on. Because the bus is going to be here. And it's like. La de da. De da. De da. -da." (laughs) Uh, Did you eat your pancake? Nope. I'm eating it right now. And you're like uh uh. So like it's just. I mean you're like you have 10 minutes to get on the bus.
1: I can't tell you how mad. I made my mom before I could drive. Because I would always miss the bus. Because it took, I would wake up late and then I would be like, Mom, I need a ride to school. <laughs> I think the happiest day in my mom's morning was when I turned 16 and I could drive by my <laughs> Like, get she, did lost not now. Have, she did not have to wake me up anymore to take me to school because I missed the bus.
2: I loved when I turned 16 so I could start driving. I loved it.
1: I know, me too. Well, this has been a very interesting (laughs) conversation about bad habits, but, um, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Long story short or long conversation shortened. Maybe. My final thoughts about the book (laughs) is for me, I wasn't 100% sure a lot of the stuff really translated well for like now for children now. No. No. You know, like the whole like I'm I have to tune the TV. <laughs> There's no oh, yeah. remote. She's like tuning the television <laughs> with <laughs> her remote. But I feel like overall the storyline is there. It was it's kind of one of those things where it's like this is how parents should deal with it. This is how children should deal with it. Yeah. And I do think a lot of their books are like, like this. Yeah,
2: they taught good stories and gave you. Who good, knows? Um,
1: I might um. I might pick some more of them because I was, like, um, this is one of the books that always has, it always has, like, a bunch of their other books listed on the oh, back, yeah, you right. know, like, what to get. And I was, like, oh, my gosh, I loved all of these. Like, the No Girls Allowed
2: mm-hmm. was
1: one about clubs. There was um, one, oh, In the Dark. I read that one a lot because they were afraid of the dark um messy room was a good one learn about strangers there's one about a sitter moving day going to the doctor trying out for a team the other one that i really loved a lot was mama's new job oh so yeah so it was fun i felt like these were you know for the children and you know some nice little things for the adults to do to kind of give like a second thought to on how to handle things right do you guys have any final thoughts about
0: the book? No, Maybe. all I was going to say was that I remember, like, when you first started, when you said the title, I was like, I don't remember that. But the tape is what I remember. Like, I could see the pictures in my mind from mm-hmm. her hands taped up. And yeah. I'm like, oh, we definitely read this book. And I also thought it was cool that it shows that even parents don't have the answer all the time because mm-hmm. it shows that they're asking other people so it's kind of like a a little sub message that like we all think our parents know everything growing up or they should be able to solve every problem but the truth is they need help too
2: yeah yeah it brings back like childhood memories because i remember buying a lot of those ones those books and i also remember buying a lot of the mercer meyer books like, I don't know what the little creature was, but um, it was this, like, little animal, and he would have a bad day or whatever. And um, so I just remember getting a lot of those books along with Bernstein Bears at our book fairs.
1: hmm mm-hmm. So. Awesome. Well, I'm glad we were able to enjoy this book. <laughs> yes, me too. Um... Sheila, I yes. believe you will be picking next month's Potheads and Training book. What? 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 And then um our next episode for our big book. If you guys haven't gotten it already from us announcing it last time and from enough- talking about it at the beginning of this, Andy is going to be our guest for the Pot a uh, potheads who read episode next month where we will be reading. Um, I always pick this. I always do it. Say it wrong. Um, it's just part of your world, right? Because I always of your think world. I put a, a yeah. part of your world. Yeah. So we'll be reading part of your world for next month's book. Yep. A twisted. Uh, tale. A twisted tale. And um I, so come back and join us for yeah. that
2: and i i have my book picked out already for next month
0: what? I, oh, I,
2: I know i'm on top of things are you going to announce it right now i will do you want me to announce it right now
0: now
2: yeah okay it's now. called i wish you more by amy kraus Rosenthal. rosenthal hmm how come
1: I pick Rosenthal? You?
2: Rosenthal, maybe Rosenthal. I apparently can't read last names. <laughs> Amy Klaus <Cross> Rosenthal.
0: You wish you could say that name once more.
2: And um, it's actually a book I got dash for Christmas. So this year? Yeah, Yay. yeah, this past yeah. Christmas. So fun, fun, fun. 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 So yeah. But I think that's about it. We uh, Awesome. I think we have covered everything on our <laughs> potheads yeah. who read or potheads in training. But-
1: um. Yeah, the last thing is just make sure that you can go or make sure you go um, visit us on Facebook or Instagram at potheads who read a podcast. You can email us at what? potheads who read at gmail.com. That's P O T T E A D S W H O R E A D at gmail.com. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can also find us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Music Play, and now, drum roll, Ooh. da 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 Spotify. Are on Spotify now? Yes. Yay. I'm excited i um, very excited about that. So check us out on any of those places. Obviously the biggest thing that helps us out is if you subscribe and rate us. Yeah. That would be super helpful.
2: Gets people and, to hear about us.
1: Yes. Andy, Sheila, any last things? I, I think that's it.
0: Thanks for joining.
1: Yeah. Thank you. All right. Bye. Thank you for reading with us. Oh.
2: Go crack a book open. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.